The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too My brother, my brother, and me, we're made of light, 2012. That's the name of the tour, but also we are holograms. Hello, everyone. Beep, boop, bop, boop, beep. I've secretly been a hologram this entire time. You are made of light, and as a result, you know Tupac. Yeah, me and Tupac hang out. We were both made of light and ghost magic, we, and we both performed at the Coachella stage, but you couldn't see me very well because I wasn't my light wasn't turned on very bright. Oh, that sucks. This... If you look really closely at the videos, you can see me in the back, and I'm just like, just like viciously sea walking. <laughs> the the problem that Tupac ran into, hologram Tupac ran into, is he was out of time reversal cubes. <laughs> that is a that is a joke time, about the. That is a time traveler goof that like. Literally two people. people, and they're both on this show with you. Oh, shit. <laughs> but it's a hologram game, you see. Yeah. My boy no, Rick, yeah, I got that. My boy Rick Dyer, creator of Time yeah, Traveler, the hologram let's, game. Let's, am, maybe let's try new goofs. Am I the only person that, when I hear Coachella, I always just assume it's an Italian liquor? You are the only person. I'm the only person that. that does that? I think most uh, of us are like in the loop on Coachella, right? I don't know I, what Coachella is. I did not know this until... Um, until a couple days ago, my roommate pointed it out. So Coachella, right? They had the weekend lineup, uh-huh. which for for two weekends ago, and then they brought that same exact lineup back, the same exact schedule for this last week for 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 this past weekend. What they what? did two weekends of identical Coachellas? Why? I guess it, I guess it's so big that they can't fit it all in one Coachella. But do you think that like? Imagine being a musical act. It's like, all right, let's do this whole same thing again. And also imagine like you're high on coke weed, and you're like, right. what's happening? What's happening? Are you bro- is Tupac bro- back again? Yeah, saw this already on YouTube. Thanks though. I, I want you guys to know back- that before I knew that there was a hologram angle to the story, and I just read like the article headline: Tupac performs at Coachella. Yeah, I lost my mind. Sure, I was like, I knew it. I've known all along. I knew it. Second performance, check this out. Second performance, Hologram Tupac. Everyone's like, Yonzo. And then who's that? Hologram B.I.G. What are they doing? Laser tag. (laughs) They're shooting hologram lasers from their fingers and fighting each other. They hologram, but hologram Tupac gets shot. He gets derezzed, right? right? (laughs) He gets, and then, yeah, he gets what happens? Hologram Biggie. 15 years from now, what's up? Hologram of Tupac's hologram. Hologram, 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 Tupac. Tupac. Machiavelli, rise again. Mm -hmm. Uh, 9-11 was a hoax. (laughs) That was a Tupac thing, right? He was in the spare change. Why do you have to... Was that a Tupac thing? I Mm. I don't recall 
if that was a Tupac. Thing. How could that possibly be related to Tupac? I feel like he was he was nine eleven is numbers, and so is two, and two <laughs> is in Tupac. Uh, Tupac. Uh, I do I do enjoy his music. I do not enjoy his holograms. This is uh, my brother, my brother, me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. Hologram I'm your middleest brother, hologram Travis McElroy. I'm your baby brother, hollow biggie. <laughs> I'm also Griffin McElroy. And I'm Jim. <laughs> no, it's a shame that Jim didn't come out because it seems like once you have Tupac, uh, hologram Tupac, mm-hmm. that you're missing opportunity if you don't have Jim and the holograms also perform. You could have hologram Jim Belushi out there all day long, mm-hmm. and no one would watch him. He... Wouldn't that be a fart in the face if you were still alive and instead hey. they went with the hologram? thing and they're like no nah, we don't need the real person we'll just do hologram travis also wouldn't that be crazy if people went to see jim belushi on a stage <laughs> hologram or no in any context basically uh you going to see the belush tonight sold out madison square garden men's bathroom the bathroom the first floor bathroom men's bathroom madison msg he's playing there it's a 10 seater with himself i miss jim belushi <laughs> i wish it i wish um, what's he doing now? Is he still according to Jim? <laughs> He's programming the Tupac hologram. <laughs> this is my greatest creation. <laughs> I thought it was the pilot script, which I had a consulting credit on of according to Jim, but no. No, it's this. It's hologram Tupac. If I die, if I ever do die. That is not God, my plan, but. If God ever finally gets the better of me, will you guys promise to never make a hologram of me? I can't do it that. It just seems don't cuz they were making him say stuff. What? That really? He's never he never said. He said like, "What's up Coachella?" which wasn't invented until like 3 years after I died. I love I, PBR. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> uh wait. So wait. I did not I did not see this video. Did, is it was it sort of like a was it like a Pirates of the Caribbean vibe where it was like hologram animatronic Tupac? Is that the is that the score? <laughs> No, he was just doing lines from Pirates of the Caribbean. Why would it need to be two? Why would it need to be a hologram and a puppet? <laughs> I because they're making him say stuff. You said he was saying stuff he never said. Which the magic for that, I do not know how that. I guess maybe they got maybe DMX. He kind of sounds like Tupac. He's got that gravelly voice. That's maybe the, that. Well, that he, that's racist. That's no, racist. he's got a gravelly Tupac-like voice. Maybe they brought him up because he's not doing much of anything nowadays. Right. Um. He's not really the hit maker that he used to be. Um, I but uh, don't make me don't bring me back to life in a hollow form and then make me say shit that I wouldn't have said IRL. What if what if we can promise to stay really true to the Griffin McElroy character? Mm -hmm. That would be great. Just talk about like, yo, can't wait to go to Walgreens and get some on sale Easter candy. (laughs) That is totally. I wish I wish Disney would release Bug Juice on DVD. Now we're just reading my tweets. So, uh, as you've probably guessed, this is an advice show for the modern era. Um, as as uh, as important as hologram Tupac is, maybe we should get to the advice. Hey, brothers, just so you know, I took your advice and moved in with my wife, and we're engaged. We got married on February 29th. Yes, leap year. Uh, no, she does not poop in the shower. And nice. finally, I have a question about our anniversary. Should I do something small every year on February 28th? and do something a bit bigger every leap year, or should I wait till leap year and do something freaking huge four years worth combined to one? That's from leaping into Jesus. it. Jesus. Yikes. 
you got you can't save it up like that like the expectation every four years you would have to like turn your body into like stars and then shoot into the heavens and take (laughs) her on a psychedelic trip into space i have that's i have some bad news so far you're not good at marrying marriage you messed up basically the first thing yeah that you can't don't don't get married on imaginary days yeah Yeah, when do you have your anniversary it's crazy. I'm sure it seemed normal. I did that now, sneak. Did it sneak up on you? Were you like, we'll just do it this Sunday, and it turned out to be February 29th? Mm. Like, were you that casual about it? Maybe he was trying to make a goof. He's trying to, you know, sneak his way out of it. He says, "Yeah, we can get married on February 29th, <laughs> if such like, a day were to even exist." May on December 32nd. <laughs> and she and caught it, you. She caught you. You gotta just Thanks. do something, February. It, effectively, your your anniversary is February 29th. Um, mm-hmm. but you can you should absolutely observe it February 28th. Now, here's a good thing: February 29th should is technically also, I mean, it's more accurately March 1st. So if you forget on February 28th, you got like a mm-hmm. built-in cushion. I like so like, that. well, I like to observe it on March 1st. That's that'll work. Great. That'll work once. I I I feel like my anniversary is one of the things that I'm. It's one of those like as you get older, I think the novelty of birthdays it, and it kind of wears off because it's like, oops, gonna die. But I think with my anniversary, that's one of the few that I actually feel pretty proud of because it's like, hey, world, nice try in this world of of fragile marriages and Kardashians. I mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still standing. We did we did it again. Sorry, world. Sure. But and here's the other thing leaping into it not to tear you down but it's also one of the few you actually get to pick the day of (laughs) you don't get to pick your birthday don't get to pick christmas you can schedule your anniversary ahead of time well no you can't but yeah you can say i think our anniversary should be in june let's get married in june that's not how that works though i think it is i'm almost certain when you get married Justin, when you and Sydney decided on July 1st... When you dedicated your lives to each other. That yeah. beautiful, beautiful Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. I think it was a Saturday. Did you, did you think, like, oh, man, this is going to be a totally killer day for, for all all future years to come? No, I thought, this will be easy to remember. <laughs> it is, because I can do it. And I'm, yeah. I am not involved in the arrangement at all. Not in the slightest. It's actually the very first day of the second half of the year so yeah you kick it off with a bang kick, kick it, it off. off the second kick it q3 off. q3 um, <laughs> q3 this fiscal quarter of marriage we're mm-hmm. rocking into it with a in a big mm-hmm. way year um, over year we are looking at huge dividends by which i mean i guess like sex stuff that I'm, i just made myself I, uncomfortable Let's I, move on. I prefer you we not discuss this Let's, anymore we don't have to. if we you can. my younger brother griffin though he is not married he has a um he had he is very adept apparently at marriage because if he could not be right more correct that if you try to combine four years of anniversaries into one, someday your fiance will remember February twenty eighth as the day Ricky threw himself out the plate glass window because you're yeah. never you're never gonna be able to handle that. <laughs> you can do maybe one of those. Be like, hey, I rented out all of Australia. Let's go crazy. Right, but you can't do that twice. It'll kill you. You'll I die. Taught, I taught our baby to sing or something. Taught our baby to mm-hmm. dance. And he sings your favorite song, and he mm-hmm. wrote it. 
So he wrote your favorite song. <laughs> the baby wrote your favorite song, and he's three months old. This is our anniversary. Yeah. But I also want to picture the conversation on the off years in yeah. that situation where you're like, not this year, baby. Nope. Oh, man, I got something cooking. I've been down in the lab. <laughs> oh, this we- is only year one of the four-year cycle. You got three more years of anticipation. Can we fucking just, like, go to Ponderosa, though? Can we just, like, go <laughs> no, to Ponderosa? No. I gotta no, stay I'm going to sleep straight through the day. <laughs> Just to make sure that I don't do anything nice for you. If you can't, if your wife asks you to take her to Ponderosa <laughs> and you say no, you yeah. don't have a good reason for that. I guarantee you. But here's the thing. If your wife is asking you to take her to Ponderosa, you've already set a troubling precedent in your relationship <laughs> at some point. You got mm. bigger questions to answer. Yeah, you got bigger questions than exactly how much pudding can I eat? Yeah. <laughs> Where you... can I find an open Ponderosa? What you... is your your driest steak? Can Give you... me your very driest meatloaf. Can you carve a rib off of that giant piece of beef for me? That actually uh, it, sounds great. It's our special day. Um, <laughs> Honey, I hit a ring inside of your ribs. <laughs> your literal ribs. Get you it little, out. Saw six. <laughs> Come this year. Guys, All right. This is this is plenty. Griffin, that's, yeah, that's plenty of help. Just don't do yeah. that dumb thing you said that you probably know is dumb. Yeah, yes. you do something every year on the 28th. Do something every year on the 28th. And couple it with an apology every time. <laughs> I got you this, and also I'm sorry that we did it on the 29th. Mm-hmm. Here's a related question. This one was sent in by Steve Lewis. Thank you, Steve. It's by Yahoo Answers user Mary Mary X 30 who asks, How do I improve my scorpions? <laughs> my scorpions are okay, but not the best. How do I improve them? I've been struggling with them for months. That's it? That's so important. That's the context? Yeah. Best at what? Oh, by the way, when I said that it was related, I meant completely Wait, diametrically. Best opposite. in what in what capacity? Okay, well, with scorpions, you have four basic uh, criteria for for judging their quality. Uh-huh. You know, it's their four danger zones, right? The f- yeah, the four danger zones that you've got to worry about. One, exoskeleton. Yes. Yeah. Uh, two. What kind of chitin is he working with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How Can we your- improve it? How's your chitin? Is he getting enough vitamin D? That's huge mm-hmm. for chitin. D is, I say, uh, I've always said. What's your what's that, that motto you always tell people and you have it cross-stitched up on the, uh, hanging up there in the den above the fireplace? What is it? It's about. Um, it's, it's, you gotta have D if you want. If you don't, if you don't shed your, don't shed your, don't shed that chitin, put Fuck! <laughs> yeah, it took it took our mom weeks to stitch exactly that, but Griffin <laughs> was very, and she was not a swearing woman. Yeah, she, she um, did not enjoy swearing, but I mean, Griffin was very specific. So armor, armor, um, that's number one. Second, of course, claws. Mm-hmm. Does it look like a little crab? Do I know if scorpions have claws? How that are the pincers? How yeah. are the pincers? Uh, number three, obviously, pointy tail. Uh huh. What's in there? Who knows? Caramel? Poison? Hey, I hope. I injected some caramel into all your treats. I'm the best scorpion ever. And then what's the fourth one? Heat coming off the genitals. Uh, how is how is its genital heat? Also, how- can you find my scorpion's genitals for me? 
Also, can I make a 1980s movie called Genital Heat? I've been over this motherfucker's thorax with a fine tooth comb. No genitals to be found. <laughs> uh, and also for your Scorpion, a big thing is how hard did it nail the solo and Rocky like a hurricane? Because once yeah, that's that, vital. That's huge. Scorpion. Is it possible that this person is actually saying, how do I make my band, the 1980s band Scorpion, better? I bought them from some kind of closeout sale. <laughs> Got them and they at just... Ollie's at the Grandview Weekend Outlet on Bargain. And they just don't have the luster they once did. Well, that's guaranteed. Uh, <laughs> I... One time I thought I stepped on a scorpion. That's a real thing I have to deal with down here in Texas. In You're the more like rural it. areas, there there just are scorpions, and I have to deal with the reality that the scorpions are that's terrifying. Extant I, for me, like scorpions might as well be dragons. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like because you never you've never seen one, or because they are just doom bringers. They're well, they're that far from my sphere of reality. Like yeah, like what would you do if you walked out of your front lawn and there was one there right now? I I would I mean I don't know what I would I mean the the reality is so far from I would mm. sooner I would be less confused if I saw a naked blonde woman standing in a pile of ashes with three scorpions crawling on her and talking okay. about how she's going to to lead the uh, Dothraki armies like that would that sure. would be the context in which scorpions would be acceptable I, if I just saw one in like my day to day I would probably <laughs> assume that it was the Matrix like mm-hmm. that that Morpheus was fucking with me. Oh, something's gone wrong in the in the programming. There's a pr- hiccup in the programming. Justin saw a scorpion. <laughs> so and it was wearing Im- a tiny top hat. You would improve this man's scorpions by making them invisible and also in space. <laughs> I, if you see a scorpion in your house, yeah, your very next stop is a is like a is a, a, an open house to buy Century Twenty One. Yes, Century Twenty One. Pardon me. I this is a lovely open house. Thank you for having me. I'll take it. Here's my I cannot condition. sell my old house because the scorpion lives there now. It's his now. <laughs> it's his now. I'm going to try yeah. to charge him taxes on the sale, but I don't know how. Scorpions don't have money. Can we can we improve the, the mass marketability of these scorpions? You can guys make... are missing the obvious answer. What? What's that, Travis? Steroids. Travis, <laughs> I don't think that... Wait. You're running away from me because you want to make these scorpions... Like super beefy? I don't know that they have beef. <laughs> right. I don't know that they have beef to to embeefen. You know. I think it's just mm-hmm. just skittering, well, not yet. Skittering. You got you got to get them on a regime. It's it's all chitin and on yeah, a regimen. It's, it's chitin and just hate in there. It's Maybe bad, you could but... paint 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 their shells like okay. hermit crabs. Okay. Uh, now right. see, I like that. Paint the scorpion but, for human for for kids for kids. This Obviously. is what I'm talking about. Can we make scorpions the new Furbies? <gasps> okay. Of course, just a tiny cork on on their stingers. Okay, that They've would be adorable. Claws though, <laughs> and rubber bands on their claws. Did we talk about okay. the claws? Is that been verified? That the just claws? that just kind of looks like a scorpion who's into like weird bondage, which I can't imagine a more terrifying thing. I why do we, I I have I think scorpions are so hateful that if you cork their tails and rubber banded their claws, that they'd like. Learn to bite, or learn they'll, how to yeah, use they'll grow a, fangs. Learn how to use a gun with their or just become hand. really spiteful. Use yeah. their words to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> looking fat today, J man. <laughs> Hair's yeah. looking a little thin. 
uh, so not as just... young as you used to be, J-Ryan. <laughs> so he turns into Beetlejuice? You know, it reminds scorpion. me of that. It's an old parable. It's an old story of the, the frog and the scorpion. And the mm-hmm. frog gives the scorpion a ride across the river. And halfway across, <laughs> the scorpion starts calling him, I don't know, like fat and stupid and stuff. And the frog starts crying. He's like, why are you such an asshole? And the scorpion's like, it's in my nature. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's, but then does he sting him? No. <laughs> Because he's got a tiny cork on his tail. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he just wrong. batters him with the cork. He's like, you uh, like that? Ow, bitch. my eye. Ow. This is my new line of frog save scorpions. Mm-hmm. Each one is $20. Who is the first to buy? God, uh, can you imagine a frog with a scorpion on its back and the frog is also full of hate? And then, like, you get, the, you get that lethality of a scorpion with the mobility of a frog? Well... Uh, Oh, We're done. Shit. And the frog is secreting some sort of hallucinogen. So the oh, scorpion, so scorpion is just fuck. freaked out. And no, also the, the frog has a really high credit score, so he's able to like get a house. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Why would the Okay, oh, wait. The scorpion knows the scorpion knows American Sign Language, so he can talk to deaf people. <laughs> and one of them's played by Ray Romano. Oh my god, the frog is Ray Romano. Ugh. Okay. Oh, listen. and the scorpions played by Tim Allen. We've got a hit. Listen, this has we been not have the least productive uh, meeting we've had about Madagascar Four yet, and I think <laughs> I think we need to go back to the drawing board and really see where we went astray. I have a theory that it's when we introduce scorpions. Yeah, they ruin everything, including our Madagascar Four production meetings. Um, I'm reading more of this Yahoo answer, and I think that a scorpion is a yoga position. Oh. oh. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> none of this, none of that was helpful to this person. But if you, you don't know. You, you don't know. You throw it on the wall, you see what sticks. They might have found something in there Here's that was what sticks. useful. Scorpions. Their, their feet are like They're needles. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, brothers. <laughs> There's someone... <laughs> Someone really into yoga that's been screaming at their iPod for five minutes. <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers! Hey, brothers. I got out of a two-year-long relationship in February, and I got over her very quickly, a la the recovery sandwich. Uh, problem is, I'm finding it hard to ease into a relationship or casual dating. I dove in and started dating another girl. It didn't work out, and I got out. Now I'm seeing another girl, but we went from meeting three weeks ago. She's spending three or four nights a week at my place in that short and sweet time. What advice do you have for pumping the brakes to ease into this relationship? That's from Lovelanche in Louisville. Oh, gosh. This is... uh, This is thorny. Because here's the thing. It may be... Maybe it's real. And if that's the case, then there's nothing... There's nothing wrong, but I think the fact that you are asking how to pump the brakes mm-hmm. means that it is moving a little too fast for you. It, oh God, you know, and I see it a lot, and I, I, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but when you leave, what whatever circumstances end a long term relationship, there's this just minefield of immediately wanting to get back to that level. Of comfort and it's, you know it, it's unavoidable. Yeah, you, you're going to do that when you get out of a relationship and you never really casually dated. Like yeah, 
it's the reason that you see it's the reason you see rebounds so quickly, you know, so so yeah. often is because it's that idea. But it's of a like, weird kind of it's a weird kind of rebound because mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like you're just like swinging through bars trying to get trim, you know. Mm-hmm. You're you're trying to find a new replacement for that, you know, that long term girlfriend. I bet you see this rebound more often than you see the swinging through bars rebound. Yeah. You may try that for, like, two days. Yeah. For a weekend. So, uh, my only worry with with rushing this is, and I'm not, like, uh, typically, I'm... I'm I'm sort of a go for it t- kind of guy. I I think you know whatever you only go around once and who knows how much time we have, so just go for it. But I do think that you're gonna burn through a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. by moving this too quickly. I mean, there's a lot of getting to know you type stuff that you lose. I think once you or not lose, but you can miss out on if you rush right into like we're living together, which is where you are careening towards. Um, now. Now, I I hate to interrupt Justin, but no. it also might be possible. I know. It also might be possible that it's just your MO because I know that I am a fast-moving person in relationships. So it had nothing to do with a, you know any kind of past relationship I was getting out of. Just I met my girlfriend, we hit it off very quickly and we were living together like 3 months later. Yeah. You know, 3 and now months been... is a far cry from 3 weeks, my friend. I agree. I agree. But they're not living together. Yeah. They're just spending three or four nights a week together. They met three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I don't think there's anything... If you didn't send in this question to us to ask us what you should do, then there would be no problem with this at all. Okay, good point. Good point. Like, if you you think, like... My advice, the best thing I can offer you, is to wonder if you are worried things are moving too fast because, like society or your friends say that or if you're legitimately worried things are it's not that it's that you gotta have it's it's a reasonable level of doubt when you get out of a long-term relationship everything in your body tells you okay let's take some time off let's just do some quiet reflection because that's the best thing you can do after a long-term relationship is do do like a fucking long debriefing and just like figure out what went wrong what qualities in that person drove you away from them and what qualities in yourself you can improve to make yourself better for the next person and do all that stuff and it's hard to do all that stuff when you are like in another beginnings of a long-term relationship that completely discounts the the uh, possibility that you just meet someone really important yeah. And, like, are we going to keep him at arm's length because you got to get your shit worked out? Like, well, see, that's why I think, like, it's really hard to be this kind of uh, self, uh, self-reflective. self But you got to look at it and say, like, is is any of this forced or was there just a supernatural, you know, super automatic connection with this person and I'm worrying about it too much? Yeah, I think that that's the important – I think that that's the key thing is just to know thyself. Like, know – know why you are doing this and and try to like take a really sort of uh practical look at your own mm-hmm. state of being and see why you are moving it so fast because if it if it's moving that fast and you don't feel in control that's a problem because that's your self-conscious yeah. trying to push you back into a long-term relationship um yeah. as far as pumping the brakes on this relationship 
I don't know. I feel like this situation is kind of ubiquitous for anybody who's ever been in and then out of a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. Y- y- you got to go full disclosure. You got to yeah. say, hey, listen, I got out of this long-term relationship. It didn't work out. I, I rushed into another one that also didn't work out because I we just moved too fast or whatever. Um, I really like you, but um, I, I, I don't want to you know, I don't want to move this thing too fast because the last time I did that, it, it didn't work out. Yeah. But I do want to keep my exclusive deal on yeah. dating you. I want to keep an option to move this forward, well, but I want to do- keep exclusivity. Mm. Well, that's going to be – that might be harder to negotiate. That might no, be too much. you've got to have that in the contract. you got to have that in your deal. Well, don't bring paperwork into it because that, that's intimidating. <laughs> well, you could have like a non-biting mediation. Okay, yeah. good. Get a I would have party. A, get a notary public there. Okay. And uh, and have them well s- sort of oversee your conversation. Oh, man. We were on but have them day. sworn to secrecy. Cool. So we were on a tear there for like three minutes. We're actually saying things that a person could actually do in real life. You can get a notary public. Yeah. Okay. How hard is that? Like, sure. I tell you, what, I'm going to try to professionals become. I'm going to try to become one for, before the end of this show, and we'll see. And we'll just see who's okay. laughing. Get who's on Google. Laughing then. Just Google. Um, you're you're in a you're in you're in the tall grass my friend um but uh at least you're not cripplingly lonely yeah hey and don't just don't don't psych yourself out yeah yeah just stay like, be that's honest the with yourself and be honest with, with her you are in a completely no matter what you actually want you completely have the the moral high ground here just be careful that you don't miss out on something really great because you're second guessing yourself too much. Yeah. Yeah. It may just be the right person and you may not have met them at the ideal time and sometimes you just gotta roll with it. Yep. yep. Be- because if it's the if it's the one, your special one, then you won't burn out living together and you'll and, it'll be mad. And you know what? I think it's probably just good advice overall to relax, you know? And yeah. maybe that will help you slow down or it will help you take stock of the relationship as is. <sighs> So maybe not try to know where it's going and how it's going to turn out and not try to rush it, but not try to slow down and just take it at its own pace. So um, breathe. Uh, I, I feel like we just touched. I feel like half of our listeners are probably going through this right now. Yeah, yeah. probably. And I, I you know what? It's funny because the older, the, the older I get and the more shows we do the more I can basically tell a question asker's age just from the question. Because mm-hmm. if, thir- if a 30-year-old person finds – 31, like myself, finds someone who wants to be with them, it's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I'm not going to be alone. Please sign this. Please sign this. Please, please live with me. I just want – I don't want to die. I don't want to die in front of my Mori Povich. Please. I can't stop eating frozen French bread pizzas. All I've been eating is frozen French bread pizzas. Just love me so I'm I'll, safe. I'll throw out my Totinos. Just please don't leave again. I don't know. I'm keeping my options open. We're moving too fast. <laughs> Fuck that. Please. I'm focusing on my career. I'm, focusing on I'm my- moving too fast through these empty cartons of Ben and Jerry's. Please move in with me. Please. I just need something, something to hang on to. <laughs> Some kind of lifeline. I'm drowning here. I'm Let's... drowning away on loneliness, please. You guys want to do a Yahoo? Yeah, please. This Yahoo is sent in by Yasmiel Cruz. Thank you, Yasmiel. That's a dope-ass name. Yep, good work. It's by Yahoo Answers user Sydney, who asks, How to end a sexting convo? <laughs> please don't judge me, first of all. My boyfriend wants to sext me. No pics. 
but I don't really want I don't really know how to end the conversation. My friend says she just doesn't reply, but I don't want to do that. How would I end it? Thanks, smiley face. You break up with them. Man, I hope that's not my wife. Um yeah. <laughs> like, I, Justin, it's S Y D N E E, so shit. How do you end a sexting conversation? Um, I love well, I don't love. I'm terrified by the sentence. My friend says she just doesn't reply, which to me, I'm just imagining like an iPhone where it's all just like one side of a text conversation. Like I'm touching my penis now. I'm touching it again. I'm touching it a third time. Do you hear me? I'm still doing it. Yep. Just now I'm just flicking it. (laughs) I know you're there. The best way to end any sexting conversation is to continue the fiction. So then you text the person. "Mm, Now I'm going to the bathroom to wash up. Mm-hmm. I'm, going to take, I'm taking a quick pee. I'm now make, seeing what's on TV. I'm making it's nothing good. I'm making some eggs. I was out in the garden for like three hours. I'm like super grody down there. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no, you're starting off the fiction. You're weird. starting the fiction. The classic gardener and gardeness <laughs> fiction. I'm trying to end. I'm saying you end it. You say like, I just played that. like six hours of frisbee golf. In my- <laughs> It's that is super crunchy. It's that's, really, really swampy. That's how you keep from sex <laughs> in cool? the first place. Right, that's what you say. Oh, I've got a really So you're bad saying how headache. do you end it before you begin? <laughs> uh, oh, man, I am so bloated. Let's not. <laughs> hey, do you smell that? Mm, I ate a whole subway foot long. Just let me sleep. <laughs> Just let I, me we sleep. shouldn't have gotten Golden Corral <laughs> first. Let me sleep off this foot long. Mmm. <laughs> The only thing on the footlock was black olives. I think I'm septic. <laughs> hey, does this look infected to you or what? Oh, my stuff is pickled. Please let me sleep. <laughs> I got some real bad bubble guts. Oh, Christ. My teeth are I'm on a family out. plan. I'm on a family plan with my dad. Please stop. <laughs> I don't get free texting. Oh, my hair's falling out. Shit. You keep you keep interrupting my games to draw something. Please. <laughs> How am I supposed to fruit ninja with this? Please no. Hold on. <laughs> Let me put my leg on. <laughs> oh shit. That's no. That's that, that's not fair. No. The McCarthy the McCarthy woman's beautiful. McCartney. Jenny McCarthy? Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy? No, Jenny I'm... McCarthy can ramp a Volvo into a pile of flaming shit for all I care. I hate yeah. her. I'm talking about Mrs. Mrs. Paul McCartney, the mm-hmm. one-legged lady who was so sweet. She's very good. On so good for him. Stars. Okay, so sexting endings. Bye bye. Just I is is like nope. Is that not <laughs> nope? Uh, thanks, but no. No, you are not touching it. Yeah, <laughs> no. I disagree. <laughs> you could subvert their fiction. That's that's good. I start unzipping my pants. And then no, it gets and then it gets stuck, right? And it's stuck, yeah. and you're hopping around the room, and you're like, and you realize you put your underpants on backwards, and the flaps on the other side. Yeah. And then you're hopping around so much that you fall over, and your head hits the corner of an end table. Oh God, you're bleeding! Yeah. <laughs> Not like this, God. Not, Not like, like this. this. Say Not something. again. You Please. smell smoke coming from the door. Do you touch it with the back of your hand? Or go to sleep. You choose your own adventure. Turn to page fifty-seven. Oops. You died. You Turn found the cave p- troll. You can try again on page 38. Maybe this time <laughs> don't grab the magic sword. 
By which I mean you, your dick. You encounter a troll. Mm-hmm. Check your satchel to see what you have with you. North. north. You go north and die in the fires. Please don't try to fuck me on my phone. That's it's my gr- dad's phone. <laughs> Why do you keep texting my dad? I called you from this number once. Um, is it this I, hard? Can't you just... I, I'm i starting to think the non-response is the way to go, though. Yeah. No, because that's... No, that's giving them free reign to just... To just molest you with words. <laughs> I wouldn't let right. someone send me a romantic novel that they wrote about me and them. Do you know what I mean? That's right. that's. You say you wouldn't? I would not. I probably would. I that's was gonna what, say that's what if somebody wants. called you, if it was well written, right. if the syntax was good, if it, um, had, if it had vampires, because that's you oh, right yeah. now. That's real really big. Great. Just like biting, biting a wiener. Is that? I don't know. Um, don't <laughs> wait. What? Like the vampire, like by. Like drinks wiener blood. Is it in that why like it's so hot right now? It's like the thought of like I'm I'm imagining. Isn't that why vampire sex, when you do mouth stuff, the fangs for pleasure? <laughs> Are you just keep going? Yeah, keep going. I gotta know more about this. I don't know. I don't understand why vampire sex is so great and why it's so hot in the TV. Only thing I could think of: mouth stuff, fangs. Good. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm kind of with you now. So you put two and two together and make gross. Yeah. Okay. I've never sexted. I don't think anyone above the age of 15 has ever sexted. I'm, uh, I bet you're probably wrong on that front, Trav. You I'm think? Not... I'm just trying to imagine, like, how one, as an adult, like, with a job out in the world, starts that without being embarrassed. Well, like, have you ever done karaoke? Yeah, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> okay, so you get a couple drinks in you, get a couple and you drinks, just roll with it. You're home, oh, home in your bathroom. You watch someone else do it really badly, and you're like, mm-hmm. "I can do better than that." Yeah, yeah, I could sex you. Let me sex you better. <laughs> I can sex you better than that. <laughs> Step man. aside. Let me show you. Let me show you. Step how aside. What I really want is a written permanent record of my feeble, humiliating attempts to be sexy. That's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. How quickly can you get this on Reddit? <laughs> That's yeah. my question. How quickly can we spread this around? I want everyone to know what a Lothario I am with the yeah. with the with the texting. Uh, That's why it's also important that you include pictures. Because, oh yeah, but uh, because you know you can trust the person that just texted you. Hey, show me your dick. Yeah. Well, no. I would. I would. I think I would put a little bit more flavor in your ear than that. <laughs> what What would you um, rank us off? Um, What's that thing you had cross stitched? I'm so. I'm so turgid right now. Okay. <laughs> mm. Okay, I'm turgid. I, I my, just went from flaccid to engorged. My member is is voluminous. It's, <laughs> it's glowing. It's mm. billowing. It mm-hmm. looks like a beautiful parachute down there. Mm-hmm. I meant to talk to you about that, actually. I don't think anybody should be sexing because it's a sin because no babies can come of it. Um. So obviously my religion doesn't permit it. Sure. It's got to be for procreation. You you disapprove of rumping for the very same reason. Mhm. Uh yeah, is that I'm sorry, is that debut? Rumping? Yeah. Oh, you got it, is. it obviously is. What if you sexed a rump a rumping fiction? Sex to rumping fiction. That's my favorite <sighs> Bell and Sebastian song. <laughs> 
do you mean like um do you mean like saying like I don't want, I don't can we not hey, I don't I I was I backed out of this yeah, I, I'm like done I don't I do take this. A, I I get my I prepare my fanny send <laughs> wait <laughs> response nope <laughs> my I powder my fanny in preparation I, you know ready. that fanny doesn't necessarily mean what you think it means across the universe right what is a fanny in other parts of the universe like it's a, it's a vagina holy shit holy shit my butt's a vagina isn't that <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make any sense Ugh. pretty much nothing we've said for the past 40 minutes jesus First law and order, now the word fanny. Is there anything the UK can't ruin? Mm. You guys are so lucky that we got into Doctor Who and we're helping you out on that. Yeah, front. we'll fix guys, it. Don't worry. You guys can't be trusted with anything. Uh, uh, you know what? You know what you can trust us with? What's that, Justin? Your money. We don't want you to give us your money. We want you to give your money to our dear friend, Brental Floss. And this isn't one of those like bullshit internet friendships. Yeah. This, this is, is like this is real blood, world. Yo. Yeah. Travis, tell us about Brent. Well, I met Brent my freshman year of college, and we've been friends ever since. That's not true. Freshman year of college, we did not like each other. Mm-hmm. But then we moved in together sophomore year, still not liking each other. And then we became best friends and lived together for three years and have been friends for like the last decade. Here's some so, great advice. Don't do that. Yeah. No, it actually worked out really well. I sure. would recommend it to anyone because if you move in with like your best friend, you're going to annoy each other and ruin it. Yeah. If you move in with someone that already kind of annoys you, you'll actually find all kinds of things that you have in common and things that you really like about each other and become best friends. But let's not focus on that. Let's focus on Brett. What's Brett do, Travis? What's well, his he, game? Honestly, he's brilliant. I'll tell you this. My brother, my brother, and me would not exist without Brett. Brett is an internet comedian. And basically, he takes all kinds of video game music and writes video game-inspired music. Basically, adds lyrics and does really funny YouTube videos. And he's just put out a second CD called Bits of Me. Uh, and I got to listen to a sneak preview of it, and it is both hilarious and, at some points, moving. Travis, uh, you got that sneak preview. You want to hook us up? Give us a, yes, a, a taste. Give us a taste. Yeah. Zelda, why, why it's me? It's little Linky. Don't you know me? Meet me in the dungeon, dear. So you like Zelda? You like Mario, Mega Man, Star Fox, Castlevania 2, Contra Banjo Kazooie? He he riffs. I can say. Can I say riffs? He riffs on all of those in musical styles ranging from rock to bluegrass to 
the Dixieland Jazz. Uh, they got and more the best part about it. Even if you don't know about those video games, like my girlfriend, we just listened. Uh, for you know, I made her listen to his first CD. She loved it, ate it up, and she doesn't know half the video games that are on there. So yeah. he he's brilliant. He's probably he's great. And the the thing is, you can get his new CD. You can pre-order it until April twenty sixth for uh for twelve ninety nine. You just go to Brental Floss B R E N T A L F L O S S dot com, uh, and and pre-order it, and then say like, hey. I'm pre-ordering this because I heard about it on MBMBAM. If you go to brentalfloss.com, you can also um, you can also listen to some samples. I'm sure of his of his work. See and some while his... you're there, you can also see uh, the web comic that he puts out, in which he and I are roommates, and it kind of tells some real, some made up stories of our time together as roommates. Um, Has he written a song with music from Shenmue in it? Not yet. Has he written a song with music from Seaman in it? Not yet. What's the NFL point? Two, NFL 2K5. Yes. Okay. Brentalfloss.com. Go right now. Pre-order it. You only have until April 26th. So you've got like three days to, to get this CD. And you're going to want it. I've already pre-ordered mine. I could not be more excited to enjoy it, and I would suggest you do the same. Brentalfloss.com. Travis is was is Brent's roommate. You can't trust Travis on this. Me, That's true. I hate the guy's guts. I just love his music. Mm-hmm. I pre-ordered it, and I can't stand be within a hundred miles of the guy. So take it from me, an unbiased an unbiased listener of music, an enjoyer of it. <laughs> Brentalfloss.com. Now, Griffin, are you going to sing a song? No, fuck that. <laughs> Should we just play another clip then? Yeah, sure. good loyal kind friend who is tragically incapable of romantic success he is constantly too drunk lamenting his last rebuke to lay down game on the next potential you want to try that again yeah let me just so he's he's too he's too hurt from his last refusal from a girl to flirt with the next girl thank you what are some good wingman moves I can use to get him hooked up so he will uh, be happy and stop complaining. That's from Dating Delegate and Davis. Can we can uh, can we get rid of the the fiction of the wingman? I don't think that it's possible for anybody to get anybody else laid. You know, you see, 
this is the problem, Griffin. If they don't the have the magic man, inside the wingman is a real position. Yeah. But we, as a society, have the wrong concept of it. The wingman, I, as far as I understand it, wingman is code for I am married, but I have a great excuse for flirting with girls. Exactly. Yeah. That's basically... Wingman, you are there to be the non-threatening guy who backs up your friend when he fails. You can't throw an alley-oop to somebody who's taking a nap in the press box. Right. You know? <laughs> Slam a jamma. They're not going to jam that slam. The ball, the right. ball will will fly free. Okay, so let me because I wish that someone had told me this when I was like twenty three and thought I was being a good wingman. This is not a good move. Walking up to a girl and saying, "Listen, my friend over there thinks you're really cute, but he's too nervous to come over and say anything." Yeah, you should don't don't do that. Why would you do that? No, don't all do it that. takes. Um, Travis actually did a not bad job of it. I've never told you this before. Oh, thank you. Um, Travis's jam was, it was very similar to Have You Met Ted on uh, How I Met Your Mother. He would just go up to a girl and just say, hey, this is Griffin. And then ghost disappears. <laughs> like, got- that's all, that's really all that you, mm-hmm. the, the hard part about meeting people isn't like coming up with a clever thing to say. It is coming up with a salutation. That's all yeah. you need. And if you do it right, you also provide good conversation material so your buddy can be like, uh, I'm sorry, Travis is an asshole. You know, I, I'm, I am Griffin. You know, like you're not only opening the door, you're also creating something to talk about at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can found your relationship on your mutual dislike of your brother. That's what, what I'm saying. About? I think the important thing about being a wingman is being willing to embarrass yourself so that your friend doesn't have to. Here's mm-hmm. my problem with wingman or ladies. I know. Uh, see, I think wi- uh, ladies prefer pack hunting. I I, uh-huh. I think pack hunting metaphors are better for the ladies. They seem to travel in packs. Here's so my, like an alpha and beta. Out Like an alpha and beta. You got to kill. <laughs> wait. Uh, the werewolf curse won't be lifted unless um, – no, here's my problem with the wingman. If I am going to begin a relationship with a new partner, I don't anticipate ever doing this again. But uh, it sh- when in my young days when I had to, I can't have my ability to lie stymie by my friend who knows me being around. Like – I'm going to say a lot of things that mm-hmm. aren't true or exaggerations of the truth. And I can't have my friend look at me like you're you're lying. I got to I've got to be on if my If that own. person does that, they're a terrible wingman. I'm so if they call own. bullshit on you. Like, Justin, why, he's lying. Justin, why are you why are you compulsively lying to women though? I well, it's not just women. Hey, I compulsively is is not a, like men, every, women, men, children, women, babies, well, goats. guys. I I don't I don't I'm not saying like lying like I'm I've got not, a real I've got a real hearty pe- penis. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about lying like it's like a it's like a can of Senka down there. He's talking about lying like saying things like no, I'm not afraid of masks. Okay. Yeah, right. Pretending like I'm not afraid of the robot woman from <laughs> Superman three. Should yeah. that come up in casual conversations? Oh, well, you know I who I like. Uh, you know, uh, you know what never scared me. The uh, HBO logo they used to show for the movies in the eighties. <laughs> I never, never really scared me. It used to scare the ever-loving shit out of you. It was no big deal. It was pretty frightening. No big whoop. I, I think to answer your question, it is your job as wingman to not. 
it's not a defeat. Like, that's the thing. If, if a girl is like, nah, I'm not interested, or like, you know, even in the worst shooting you down, it's not a defeat because you have not lost anything. Like, and so when your friend starts to like, like, fuck it, I'm just going to do like nine shots because she doesn't want to talk to me. Like, you need to be like, hey, bro, it's not that big a deal. Don't worry that's about a, it. That's a bigger problem, I think. Yeah. I, I also, guys, I I think the term, the idea, the term, the concept wingman has been just so steeped in so much bro. I agree. That it's, I don't even think you can, like, go with the the, the, the idea anymore. It's been bro-minted. Like, Do you know what your only, your only obligation as a wingman is? What? To not make your friend go out to a bar by himself. Like, that's it. Really? If you do that, you're already, like, head and shoulders above anyone else. You know my ideal wingman? <laughs> what? Somebody who will just, like, buy every other picture and play some darts. Yeah. Good That's dang. a pretty good wingman to me. Well, no no <laughs> ladies know- tonight, but uh, <laughs> you threw a real nice 301, so. Do you want to know who the world's worst wingman is? Who's that, Travis? It is my dear friend Michael Bradbury. Why? Now, why he, is he so bad? Because he, he is the, the most naturally charming yeah, God damn person it. I have ever met. If you bring a girl within a fifteen foot radius of Michael Bradbury, she is lost to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is he, gotta, he can't be too charming. This is my wingman, man, John Stamos. Oh, you're gone. Oh, you're fucking bye. John. You're fucking John Stamos in his car. Great. I I am the perfect wingman. Because I'm just charming enough wow. that I don't necessarily come off as a serial this killer. This is my this is my dear friend Michael Fassbender. He's dark and mysterious. At mm-hmm. uh, you're making out. Maybe you've seen, maybe you've seen his out. penis in the movies. <laughs> he, he is legally required to take it out during every mm-hmm. one. Uh, here's the one thing that I learned: you don't want to do as a wingman. If your friend starts doing well with a lady or fella. You don't want to start running around the bar screaming, how am I going to get home? Yeah. <laughs> My friend is, is doing well with a girl. I don't know how to get home. And then flapping your wing, your arms. Um, you know, Justin, you pointed out something earlier. That it, it's just clicked to me. That was a great point. Oh, that's rare. What do I, I do? Know. Women are pack hunters. Yeah. So your job as wingman is to help your friend not feel like he's singularly approaching a group of women. Uh, so you're there with him. You're back up to talk to other people so you got to tank the other yeah the other well, he's women rogue okay he goes rogue and you tank. He goes rogue and you're tanking meanwhile and if you can find a wizard <laughs> the druid is in the corner healing you and by all means when you're talking to this special somebody that you're trying to connect with make sure you tell him that you're the rogue and your friend is the tank and he's tanking <laughs> the mobs that came with her you're trying to DPS. and if she if she gets it and laughs oh man marry her oh no, don't i no way no, because you're. She is probably. She was probably being paid to seduce you, sir. <laughs> if, if she is a spy. She is a spy. <laughs> you're a dead man. Um, I, th- th- this is also, this is also such a great reminder of. It's so hard to meet yeah. people Anyone. and found rela- lasting relationships. How do you meet anybody? Anybody? Right? How do you make and you friends? Know, you know what I'm coming to realize in my life is that it's just like when people try to come up with a formula to help them, you know, figure out the winning lottery numbers or, you know, to figure out what stocks are good. Like there is no formula. If I just have this wingman and go to this bar and say this line, I'll meet the perfect person and be happy forever. Your best, the best thing that's working in your favor is that everybody is equally desperate. Like, yep. I just want a friend. Please, I please, 
I need someone. Please. Please. That could be your opening salvo. Please. <laughs> Please. I'm, th- I'm going to lay it all out of line. I'm super lonely. Just a warm body to throw darts with. Please. Please just come hang. <sighs> and this is all... This uh, all of this question and the answer is all predicated on a fiction that things are a lot more tactical in a bar than they actually are. Yeah. Really, just have enough drinks that you think you're cool. Yep. I'm in dire need of advice on smiling. I simply cannot do it on command for pictures. It's not that I frown. I just end up sarcastically smirking or simply sitting there with my mouth agape. People, especially my mother and girlfriend, detest this shortcoming. Please help. That's from Expressionless in Pennsylvania. Wow, that's a good one. Do you know what my jam was? What was it? I just found, like, a funny face. Like, what? You know? And just pulled that in every picture for, like, two years. Okay. I did that, too. And it's... I I don't recommend it. I... Nobody has taken a good picture of me since Mm -hmm. 1991 when I was a a baby and I got in a basket. And someone took a picture picture. But that's what... That's the problem, Griffin. You used it all up when you were four. That I lost it. That one could be like a National Geographic like cover of the month. Yeah, babies and baskets you know? issue. Yeah. Now, Why National Geographic cover of the month is that a contest they run, or <laughs> I'm not familiar with National Geographic's cover of the month. I, I meant cover of the decade or like cover of the century. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure the time frame I pulled out was month. I'm pretty sure every National Geographic cover is a cover of the month. Yeah. Um, Shut up, you guys. When I smile, um. My teeth do a weird thing where they, like, mm-hmm. shoot in different directions, like a picket fence that got hit by a tornado. And I get this crease in my forehead that I can't explain. It's a vertical, which is a weird crease. Mm-hmm. And then, like, my eyes turn, like, I would say, like, uh, 45 degrees diagonally. And I look like some sort of horrible ghoul. Griffin's I- expression in pictures is reminiscent of someone who's incredibly excited to be opening a birthday present but suspects it may be the severed head of a dead puppy. Like, he's starting to think, like, wait a minute, what if? It's, it's because you can see behind the eyes. Behind I the eyes, like, there's terror. Like, it's halfway between a genuine smile and straight-up Godfrey. Like, that's, where I, that's usually where I come in. If I could land that, on either one of those extremes, then it would be fine. But I mean, that's a McElroy thing. It's like, if we smile too big... Our eyes just automatically close. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know why that is. I don't see. I don't know. My wife gets mad at me because I don't look. I look silly in pictures. I'm trying. To, what 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 has finally started to pull me out of it is when you're <laughs> when you're taking the picture. Try to think about how the fact that you're not dead, but someday oh. someone might look at this picture and you may be dead. So yeah. you want to look happy about it. You want to look happy now. Help cheer them up. You're gone. You're not there to take care of them anymore. So just put a smile on that phrase. Turn that frown upside down. You know what's particularly troubling for me is that uh, I have a couple friends here who have nice cameras, and so they take a lot of pictures whenever we have, you know, hangout events, and uh, get a lot of candid pictures taken to me. Uh huh. I I never just my rest state is not very happy. I look very very sad and angry and like lost in thought pretty much like 99% of the time. Is that how people are naturally? I, I Maybe no, that's Griffin. how you are naturally. I was going to say, I'm I'm pretty happy. Like, most of the time, I'm smiling well, a lot. I'm my happy. eyes are alive. When we, ha- were at, when we were at PAX East, we were in Boston last month, uh, I ran into John Drake, a friend of ours from Harmonix. He said, I ran into Griffin. I said, yeah. He said, 
man, that guy is just over it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? That's not the vibe I get from Griffin. But I don't know, Griff, maybe you're throwing out that over it vibe. I think it's just that I'm a very, uh, I'm I'm just super intellectual, you know? Just oh, yeah, that's that's probably. I'm yes. thinking about Still like the poetry that I read earlier that day, and like yeah. what it means to me as a person. You right. know, I don't really have time to think about like all the joy that is in life. See, that's why if someone looks at me and they're trying to figure out what I'm thinking, I'm loudly singing the Doug theme song inside of my head. Is that this and that kind of keeps me smiling? Can someone just like tell me how to be happier? Sing the Doug theme song inside of your head. <laughs> You're smiling, I'm just thinking about the Holocaust again. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. How about a Yahoo? That usually cheers you up. Okay, I'm not thinking about the Holocaust anymore. How about a Yahoo answer? This Yahoo answer was sent in by Steve Lewis. It's by, uh, asked by Yahoo Answers user Jerry Brewer, who asks... How do I get my dogs to romantically eat spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> I have a cocker spaniel and some kind of mutt. I have a little table set up in a replica authentic Italian restaurant built in my basement. I have tried everything to get these dogs to eat romantically, but they do the exact opposite, in fact. They just eat it really fast and fight each other for the spaghetti. I don't know what else to do. I am very serious about this. Please, only serious answers. <laughs> Um, taxidermy <laughs> tiger tiger can't change his stripes dogs can't change the way that they'll just eat this they'll just eat fucking they'll just eat fucking spaghetti they'll eat anything you put in front of them you can't say hey cut, slow, 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 slow down you can't teach a fucking cocker spaniel cotillion you dummy well not not easily not easily it takes time I bet Caesar could do it Caesar could. That your only hope is to find Caesar, the dog whisperer, to come and to your house. Be like, yep, yep. And the dog's like, oh, he's right. So he's like, sit, sit, shake. Salad fork goes on the left. Please put the napkin in your lap. <laughs> no red wine goes with pasta. Damn it! Coordinating. Your problem is uh, your pasta noodles. They're not long <laughs> enough. Yeah, that is the. You need one long noodle. Do you guys want to know God's honest from watching Ladies in the Tramp, Lady in the Tramp? I used to think that spaghetti was made with one big, huge, long noodle. Uh, animation has given you that impression for years. How many times have you seen a character put a fork into a big plate of spaghetti and turn it mm -hmm. and turn it and turn it and it's all in the fork? And oh mm -hmm. my God, I've been on Atkins for like a week and a half and I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I, I have to eat something. Are you back in? Are you back on trying to get that ketosis? God, just I just really gotta get ketosis. I gotta get fit. We got Max FunCon coming up June first. I'm gonna be hobnobbing. I guess I could say hobnobbing mm -hmm. with my, our friends John Hodgman, John Roderick, uh, Chuck Bryant from Stuff You Should Know. Just, I want everybody. Mm -hmm. The one takeaway I want everybody to have from Max FunCon is, wow, Justin has got a hard body. <laughs> yeah. How was your Max FunCon? It was okay. Justin was looking great. Justin I've never met him fantastic. before, but I can just tell that his body. body's gotten significantly harder. I think he's on ketosis. He's inspired me to make another Long Winners album. I'm really mm -hmm. going to finish it now. This one's called Justin's Ass is Rockin'. Yeah, it's called Rockin' yeah. Justin's Ketosis Fine Ass. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I just really would like some pasta. I'm, I'm, I'm literally considering, well, I'm actually going to get some, some spaghetti squash for lunch. 
Is that where you take squash and you noodle Make it down? Make it into spaghetti? No, it's like a it's like a type of squash. You cook it but, in the in the microwave for like six minutes, and then you scrape it with a fork, and it's basically basically like uh, spaghetti noodles. Basically. Wow, that sounds really sad. That sounds like the saddest. Well, it's healthy. You like health? You want to live forever, don't you? I do. No. Uh, so I'm never going to gonna die. <laughs> so back to the... <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, youth. I remember that feeling. Going around, sexing anything that walks. Yeah. Drinking anything. Sexting that's not... anything that can read. Yeah. Well, ugh. Drink anything that'll melt. Mm-hmm. I've been there. <laughs> Eating anything that casts a shadow. Eating anything that casts a shadow. <laughs> I've lived. I've lived that life. Shoot, shooting up anything that walks. I've been yeah. there. We've all toured with the Stones. Yeah. You guys aren't cool. Snorting anything that'll grind. Oh god damn it! What are you gonna go with? Putting long cylindrical objects in your in your ears. Making making pudding out of anything that'll congeal. I've been yeah. there. Yeah. Experimenting. But it's the eighties. Something about something about your butthole and doing doing stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Picking stuff up with your butthole. Yeah. You've been there. <laughs> I was in Blue Man Group. I know how this, this, these things go. <laughs> I know how kids are. Are we just are we helping this guy with the dogs? <laughs> what? I, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, I, yeah, I, I pretty much, I pretty much erased him from my from the planet with my thoughts. Griffin chooses these questions. You'd think he would choose people that he thinks we can help. People who who we can reach out to. I imagine it would be easier to find people willing to dress up like Lady and the Tramp and eat spaghetti for you in your tiny basement Italian restaurant than to train dogs to do it. There is only one way that fucking short story ends, and it's with chop, 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 trunk close, (laughs) broom, lake, park, splash. Well, it's... That's the end. That's the full Lifetime movie. It's Lifetime actually, movie, book. And all that would be predicated on jerk, 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 jerk. <laughs> jerk, 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 jerk. Chop, 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 chop. Trunk, drive, jerk, jerk, jerk a little bit. Splash. <laughs> Splash. Jerk, jerk, jerk to fall asleep. Get home. Lo- clean up the spaghetti. Movie. Lifetime and movie. Jerk it to and the lifetime movie. Go to the office the next day. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend? Tell everyone about it. Oh, it was great. How, how was your weekend, President Obama? <laughs> Horrible secret revealed. <laughs> what a reveal, though. This episode of My Brother, My Brother and Me was paid for by the campaign to elect Mitt Romney. <laughs> President Obama so, is definitely, definitely a Lady in the Tramp murder fetishist. He's the Lady in the Tramp killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got him. Good job. Uh, <laughs> Good job, FBI. Nice job. Nice job, Sherlock. Oh, also Sherlock caught him. Um... <laughs> how, long before, how long before presidential campaigns start taking us to the money zone? <laughs> um, Would you guys even care, it. like, who who we affiliated ourselves with? As long as we got... Yeah. As long as we got saying, that, do I care? Yeah, if we got, like, a big enough hunk of that super pack pie... With, oh, you saying... I would do Nader. Yeah, in a heartbeat. He's coming yeah, back, that, right? He's coming back. I'll do Gingrich at this point, just sure. because... That's adorable. And by do, you're talking about fucking them, right? No, Griffin. <laughs> I would do an ad no, or a, a commercial for them. Romancing. You haven't looked at at Gingrich's chunky dumps and been like, I could. <laughs> Can we not? I could see myself in that. <laughs> no, I, I, no way. Because I'm planning on having cancer someday, and I want somebody who's going to stick by me. That doesn't, <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't fit the bill with him at all. 
See, now we'll never get sponsors. Great. Damn it. Damn it. We're never going to get political ads at this oh, rate. Oh, shit. So, hey, uh, this has been our advice show. My brother, my brother, me. It's modern Aaron and everything. I'm Justin, the oldest <laughs> Whatever. one. I'm um, Travis, and I'm the middle of Why one. are we doing it Is that it what again? we're doing now? No. no, we're starting again. I want to do it over. I did it wrong. Uh, thanks to everybody tweeting about the show. Uh, we want to welcome uh, our new Tony Award winning fan, uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda. It's super good to have you on board. Uh, thanks to everybody else tweeting about the show. Um, if you get a Tony, let us know. We'll say your name on the show. Yeah. That's, that uh-huh. is the new barrier for entry. Uh, we hit 100 and we just raise the stakes. Mm-hmm. Rod as I roar. RD Awesome. Our dear, dear friend, Eric Neer. Uh, Sean Fish. I almost said Travis McElroy. Uh, Yay! Hooray <laughs> for me! <laughs> Incredible K. Uh, Joseph Bloomberg, Thrashworth, Ross Butler, everybody. Flame Drakes. Uh, we, we super appreciate uh, everybody tweeting about the show and, and, and helping us to spread the word. Um, you're the only reason that we are still doing this and the fact that we like to talk to each other. But other than those two things, that's the only reason. So thank you for spreading it. If you get a second this week, um, tweet about the show with the MBMBAM hashtag and make sure to include that bit.ly forward slash it's bam. That's our sampler. And it's a fun way to get people into the program. Or, or just tell a friend about it in the meat space. Yeah, mm-hmm. tell, tell a real world friend if you can still have those. Um, Just hand them a CD and say, you're welcome. Yeah. And then make them listen to the podcast. Uh, I want to thank everybody who who gave us well wishes on our 100th episode. That meant a lot yeah. to me. Um, I also want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off their album Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, it's, a, it's a super good album, and that song is on it. And it's a super good song. So so go purchase that on Amazon MP3 and iTunes and vinyl. And I want to thank Brentalfoss for sponsoring this week's episode. Make sure to go to Brentalfoss.com and pre-order the CD. Pre-order ends on April 26th, so hurry up. Griffin, bring us home. This final Yahoo Answer was sent in by Mike Sherwin. Thank you, Mike. It's by Yahoo Answers user Mr. Dang, who asks... How long have you had a crush on Gary Busey? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. School around the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. <laughs>